Hey, what up, everybody? Johnny Ward here, and welcome to this week's episode of the Nerdy Verse of Madness. Today, I have an interview with SS Goshen 4, a Dragon Ball collector with the most impressive collection. Um, I'd say about a month ago, I was scrolling through Instagram, and the algorithm showed me this quick reel of a little scan of a Dragon Ball collection. I clicked to see more, and holy shit was i blown away um i dove into her youtube and she just has one of the most impressive dragon ball collections ever i reached out sent her a message and sure enough she agreed to come on and i'm super super grateful for that um without further ado let's hop into it this is a really good one i hope you enjoy basements everyone is stepping out into the light and embracing fandoms with a newfound vigor one man hopes to gather and speak with them all this is the place where all fans can come and discuss the things they love the things they hate and maybe just maybe discover something new to devote all their time to welcome to the nerd podcast to rule them all prepare to fall into the nerdy verse of madness. All right, welcome to the nerdy verse of madness. I got SS4 Goshen here. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How about you? I, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you have one of the most impressive Dragon Ball collections I've ever seen in my life. Thank you. It's a, a many, many years in the making, that's for sure. So when did you first get into Dragon Ball? I mean, it, I think it was just this morning or last night you posted a, a flashback video all the way to you're five years old in that picture of you holding your toys. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's a, an old one. I'm glad I still have that picture. But um, I, I honestly, I think I started watching it maybe when I was actually four um, on Toonami. And my older sister was the one who was actually watching it at the time. And I was like loving what was on the screen. And I remember the first episode I ever watched. It was when um, Yamcha got killed by the Cybermen. <laughs> and that, okay, <laughs> that's a crazy yeah. first episode. But yeah. I loved it. Like I got hooked from that. And um and then I just kept watching it from that point on, and that's it. Just started from there, really. Yeah, um, yeah. I think the first episode I saw was Dragon Ball, and I found it a little kind of boring, so I didn't really get into it. But I remember I was probably seven or eight, so like ninety-seven, ninety-eight, and uh, that's when I started watching Z, and it totally changed my life. I mean, the 90s was a crazy time. I know a lot of people remember Poke Fever in the 90s, but I know yeah. in my school, everybody was crazed with Dragon Ball Z. 
Yeah, I know. I remember, like, I feel like in my school it was more Pokemon than Dragon Ball, but also I was, like, I stood out because I was a girl who liked Dragon Ball, and, like, there was really no girls who liked, especially then, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair for sure. Yeah, me and me and my friends used to go to the library and just print off pictures of Dragon Ball, and we'd fill up like binders and come. It was almost like bringing the cool new trading cards, but we'd have binders of pictures and we'd save gifs and stuff on floppy I disks. totally yes Yes. yes i totally relate to that i actually have i still have it a binder of just like printed out cool pictures of dragon ball or dragon ball gt or something i'm like oh this is so cool i still have that binder Oh, that's amazing. Um, so when did you start <laughs> collecting? Like, was it right from the hop or... yeah. um well first i had a lot of like just toys and figures because my parents would buy them for me like for like Christmas or birthdays and stuff and I would just play with them at the time just like make my own stories and um, my own episodes you know what if stories and then it wasn't until I was I believe like 11 years old that I went to I think it was Toys R Us and they had um, the I believe at the time Thing was jack specific figures and they were um you know in their package looking nice and i remember i bought one and i i looked at it and i was like i don't know if i really want to open it i think i like the way it looks on the package and then that's what kind of started it i mean when i was 11 i would open some and keep some in the box and then as years went by i just kind of like you know just collect them in box or if i got them loose i would just you know, leave it as is. I collect both loose and in package. So when I was 11, really, is when it really started the collecting. 11 years old and you're 30 now? I um just turned 31. Okay, so you've been collecting Dragon Ball for a solid 20 years. Yeah. Uh, so I was watching one of your YouTube videos. You don't got it all with you, right? You have a storage unit with other stuff? Or was that an old video I was watching? Or... Yeah, so when I lived with my mom, I had to put most of my stuff in storage. And um, my collection was in my bedroom. So if you saw my older videos with like all the stuff all over the place, that was my bedroom actually, I actually slept there. <laughs> and, then, um, and then once I um, moved out on my own and got my own place, um, I was able to just stop with the storage and bring everything here. So my second bedroom now is like, it's a work in progress. We're still working on it, but um, I'm making that the collection room. I don't think everything's going to fit in there still, but, you know, I'll fit what I can and I'll figure out what I'm going to do with the rest. But yeah, so I have a lot of stuff. I mean, as you saw in my storage videos, like I had like bins and bins and bins of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So where where are you getting it all? Are you just traveling around the country, going to different comic stores and just searching? <laughs> I get them like in a, like a variety of different places. Like I do eBay most of the time because Okay, eBay okay. has like a bunch of stuff that you can't get anywhere else. Yeah, And then yeah. um, I also do the hunting videos that you've probably seen um, Yeah. where I go to different comic shops or um, conventions or anywhere that they have collectibles and just like search around and hunt for Dragon Ball action figures and stuff. So um, whenever I go to a different state and I have the opportunity to go to a shop, I'll, I'll try to go and make a video. Um, other than that, I go to cons, yeah, to get some uh, stuff and then also the Japanese auction sites. There's a lot of Japanese auction sites that you can get stuff from. Oh, okay. And are are you only kind of collecting official stuff or will you go for anything?
well, <laughs> I'm trying to like get like more of like a niche now on what I collect because I have so much and you know things are expensive now it's hard this is a very expensive hobby so um They, they I all are. yeah yeah so I used to just collect everything but now um I'm kind of scaling down to like my favorite thing which is vintage vintage has always been my favorite thing to collect but I do have a lot of um like bootlegs in my collection because I appreciate them some people hate them I love them I think like when they're ugly and they have like their own like sculpt to them and it's not really like a, a complete knockoff of another figure um I, it has its own charm like i really appreciate those even though they're like hideous i, I just love the ugly looking ones i don't know <laughs> they're they're great Is that thick Vegeta yours or just a picture you pulled off the line? well it's not mine i know where they sell it though um it is a picture i got online but They sell it on Etsy. So if you look on Etsy for like Vegeta figure, you'll find it. It's Oh. a it's a seller that literally makes just like big booty like Dragon Ball characters. <laughs> Seriously, Oh, okay. Um, so when you were growing up in, in the 90s, was it easy for you to watch Dragon Ball or were you kind of stuck to to what was airing on TV? Like... um, well, I was like. basically watching what it was on tv because i was so little at the time so it was really hard to, for me to watch it any other way but um when i got a little bit older i remember with gt at least i would buy the dvds and vhs Okay. tapes uh before it was aired on toonami so i remember i finished the whole series before it even uh, finished airing on toonami so um and then sometimes i would download stuff when i got a little bit older too like um from LimeWire and stuff <laughs> Yeah. you know, Yeah. like all Yeah. those peer-to-peer -peer downloading websites. But yeah, I would, I would watch it like that as well. Yeah, because there's only where where I grew up in Canada anyway. There was one channel and it played Dragon Ball, and it would it would play a couple couple newer episodes, and then it would just start back at the right at the beginning to Raditz, and then play all the way Yep. through. And it was the most frustrating thing. And I'd be going I know. online looking at the pictures, and I'd be seeing all this GT stuff. I actually didn't watch any GT until a couple of years ago when Yeah. I Wow. yeah when I watched it with my son. We we watched through. Everything started at the beginning, went through Z, GT, Super. We've watched it all. And I tell them all Wow. the time, like, it's so amazing to live in this day and age where you can just go online and watch it all. That's so true. I know it's like easily accessible now, but at the time we had to like search and hunt for all these things. And I remember when I was little, actually, I would tell my mom, like we would go to this uh, collectible shop and there was these bootleg like Dragon Ball GT tapes that I guess were imported. Someone like had recorded it on a tape and I had like crappy translations, like subtitles on it. And like the, um, the, the image was all like blurry and stuff, but I remember I wanted it so bad because I remember seeing pictures of, of Super Saiyan 4 Goku and I'm like, I need to know what this Yes, is. And then they had it yes. there, but like they were expensive. They would sell them for like at the time $20, which is a lot. And like my mom was like, I'm not going to like buy this for you, this crappy like recording Yeah, of it. yeah. No. So, yeah, struggle, the struggle. So is there are you is there any Dragon Ball content you don't like or do you like you like Ball Z GT Supers? Uh, I like all of it. Like, a lot of people don't like GT, but I love it. I really love GT, honestly. Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
Yeah, GT is, is great, and I think, in its own way, obviously. Like, there's a, a lot of things that could have been improved, but I just I like it for what it is, you know? Yeah, if you don't take it super seriously as some sort of serious canonical, it's so much fun. Like, it just, yeah. it had that sense of adventure that Dragon Ball had that kind of lost, was lost in Z, and it just kind exactly. of brought it back. And I love Pan. Pan's fantastic. Pan's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> my Pan's my favorite, so, yeah. 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 Awesome. yeah. So, are, you're a fan of Super, right? Yeah, I do. I like it. I enjoy, um, I enjoy what I saw. I would like to see more of it, but when is that happening? I don't know. So, but <laughs> yeah. I want it to be brought back but we've been waiting for years at this point so to be honest i've been holding off on the manga because i've been waiting i've been so stubborn i've been waiting for it to come back in anime form but like at this rate i don't even know that's how like i don't know when that's happening because we got daima now and like yeah, that's gonna yeah. be another year or so of us seeing that so who knows sad <laughs> i Aww. wanted to come back Oh, you got to read the manga. I know. There's I know. a new chapter out today. I just watched it, like, read it like an hour ago. It's so I know good. that. I'm being yeah. very stubborn. Yeah, I can be <laughs> stubborn too. That's that's fair. That's fair. So, um, <laughs> what do you have a favorite piece? Which is of my it? Collection. Do, do you have too much? Is it? It's hard. Um, Honestly, one of, some of my favorite stuff, like I said, I, uh, the vintage stuff I love because it has, um, you can't, obviously, like, the figure arts and stuff look so, so nice compared to what we had back in the 80s, 90s. Oh, oh my God. It's you unbelievable. You can't compare. They're it's gorgeous. Yeah. But there's something about the charm of, like, those goofy looking, you know, like, old school action figures, the, the retro ones that just have, like, basic articulation, just move yeah. the neck and, like, the... You know the arms up and down like that's it uh something about those action figures i think it's a nostalgic thing that like really like mean a lot to me and i love those figures um and just the packaging i feel like for the uh, vintage stuff was like so vibrant and like now i feel like everything's so minimalistic and how the packaging looks like and all that stuff but back then everything was like in your face colors like Dragon Ball Z, the song continues. Like, uh, I love yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. So, but if I had to pick one particular piece, like, I still have my very first Goku figure that um, I remember buying at the store myself. So that means a lot to me. I never, like, threw it out or sold it for that reason. And then also I have this pan, bootleg pan figure that's, like, like this big. And she's a bootleg off the Super Battle Collection pan. But... Okay. I love that one because my mom got it for me in Italy when I was like eight and I kept it all this time. I used to play with that figure so, so much. And then it just meant so much to me that like when I first met the voice of Pan, um, the English voice of Pan, I got her to sign it. And I'm like, it just all came full circle for me. I love it. That's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It was. <laughs> um so how how many voice actors have you met like how, how many people from the show have you met um a lot a lot i think the majority to be honest like 
trying to think of one that I well, I would love to meet Masako Nozawa. Who wouldn't want to meet Masako Nozawa? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Like face to face. Like I got to see her though in person. I did when I went to the New York Comic Con um, in 2018. There was a panel for Dragon Ball Super Broly, and I was there, and Masako Nozawa was invited to to speak for that. So I got to see her like in person, but never got to talk to her and formally meet her. So that I would love. You know, that's like a goal, right? But um, but yeah, I've met like as far as the English cast, probably all of them, or like most, most. I would say most of them. Yeah, like all all the the basic ones, Sean yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, f favorite movie. My favorite, honestly, Dragon Super uh, Broly. Yes, my favorite one. That's the best one. Like, I love that movie. It's so I saw it, it like six times in theater. Yeah, it, it's it's fantastic. That's actually when when my son was like maybe three weeks old. I had all these DVDs and I started watching through again. And he was sitting in his little baby swing and he was like fascinated by it. But um, when he started officially watching it, getting into it, he was older and it it was uh, super Broly. And my my father in law put it on for him. And then I kind of came into the room, I sat down, and I was watching it, and he laughed, and I, I was hooked, because I had been off of Dragon Ball for a little bit, it had been so, so long since I watched it, and I, I was blown away, I couldn't, I couldn't get over it, the, the animation so is fantastic, yes. the pacing, honestly, yes. Broly versus Vegeta is probably my top anime fight of all time really it, it, it's spectacular yeah and, and yeah, no, it is vegeta's my favorite character and i i thought it was just it was just almost beautiful to see him kind of get someone who wanted to fight him instead at the first as opposed to kakarot getting all the glory right off right. the hop. yeah <laughs> exactly no I, I agree and like just the visuals like you had said the story in general we got also a really great backstory to Broly instead of just, you know, he's just a beast who wants to kill Goku. Like, you know, he actually has personality. Like, you know, you, you actually like him, like, more than just, like, he looks cool. And um, and also, like, the Gogeta, for me, Gogeta versus Broly was just epic because Gogeta is my favorite fusion. So other than uh, Super Broly, I would say um, Fusion Reborn is one of my second favorite movie. Really? Um, yeah. I love, yeah, it's great. And I also love the visuals of that too. Like when, you know, Janimba is like with all like the, I would like to say all like the particles kind of like moving around, yeah. colorful. I love it. I love it. And it's funny. It's a funny movie too. But um, yeah, it just Dragon Ball Super Broly just like, what? Like, I don't know. How can you like top that movie? It was great. Like, yeah. I, I love the new one too, but still Broly. <laughs> yeah. So in the manga, it just, it just, went Got through to, that yeah I, I have seen i heard yeah, <laughs> yeah. today's issue oh man you gotta read it it's so it's, it's fantastic I but i i think one of my my favorite of the z movies is probably broly second coming as a really person. yeah i really right. like that the, i found the first one i just i didn't really care for Broly's, like you said, the backstory. Yeah, like exactly. It's just... it kind of weird, like lame. Like really, that's what motivated you to want to kill Goku. Goku's crying, like 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 I don't know, just strange there. But Broly's awesome. He's I like how he looks. Like I like his original design probably more. But 
but yeah, the story is way better. <laughs> yeah. This is the new one. I was actually kind of surprised to read online how many people aren't really. Well, I mean, I guess I'm not really surprised because the internet's full of tons of people who don't like a lot of things. But I was shocked to find that Super Broly isn't all that favored amongst. Really? Yeah. Really? Most people yeah. I know at least love that one the most. Well, any anything more around the people you know for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, for real. <laughs> so, are you through all kind of medias for Dragon Ball? Are you playing any games? Have you played any of the games? Yeah, I played um, a lot of the older ones, of course, because those are the ones I grew up with. Best game to me um, today is Budokai Tenkaichi 3 still. Can't compare. I've spent hours and hours and hours, days playing that game. It's just so so good. I have a video actually that I had posted recently on my Instagram where like it's like a throwback of me playing Budokai Tenkaichi three, probably what two thousand eight or something. I'm like, and I have my Dragon Ball like controller. <laughs> it it was it's I love that game. And then um, the new one, I'm super excited for. Like I can't wait. Like I have a PS five just for it. So literally the only reason why I bought it. Yeah, yeah, just like when is that coming out? Because they just announced that, right? Yeah, it's supposed to. From what I heard from someone at GameStop, they said December of this year. December, okay. And like, is it by it, Christmas? Is it a Sony exclusive or? No, I don't think so. No, it's not okay. gonna be. No. Okay, because I got the I got the series series S for Christmas. Um, well, me and my son got the series S for Christmas, but it's mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I'm sure they'll have it for that. It's not exclusive or anything, so you're good. Okay. You're good. <laughs> yeah, I've I've played a lot of Universe too, but I, it's just been out for so long. I need something new. I liked Kakarot a lot. That was really good too. Yeah, yeah. I, I just saw that I missed out on a DLC. I didn't notice that came out the. Uh, Budokai Tenkaichi with Piccolo when he's a kid. Oh, have nice. You, have nice. you played through that or? I I haven't. No, I kind of just stopped once the game was over. <laughs> like I didn't like get the DLCs or anything. Oh, so. uh, okay. Yeah, the first DLC is actually really good. The Resurrection F storyline goes through really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it is because the game, like I like the way they did the the RPG format. Like it's just really 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 good and like i remember the first battle with raditz or whatever that was hard it was, was hard like, it was hard as hell i was like how, the, how am i supposed to beat this thing i was sweating i was sweating yeah there was actually you're krillin and gohan and I, I think you're trying to get the dragon balls out of freeze spaceship i actually broke my controller i was getting so frustrated actually <laughs> threw it across the room and i, I i'm i'm pretty generally pretty cool games don't get me so frustrated but i i must have done that like 50 times before i finally got out. i was so mad yeah it was so. it was hard but it actually i think i have a clip on youtube somewhere of like me and my sister trying to be raddest <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome we were like screaming <laughs> <laughs> yeah i also played like way back i play I, my friend had a, a burnt copy of Dragon Ball GT Final Bout. I probably played most of this, this classic. Yeah. Like, it, I was going to say that's a good game, but it's not. But it's no. like good in the sense where it's like very nostalgic. Like, yeah. I played it for many hours too. I actually yeah. used to play it on a, um, an emulator thing. Like, back in the day, like, my dad had this CD called Bleem. And like, you're able to play like, um, 
like I guess it's like an emulator for like PS1 games or whatever and I was able to play it like that way on the PC when I was like a kid so um yeah it has a a big nostalgia nostalgia nostalgic factor to it um because obviously the game isn't isn't yeah, very good it's like not the very mechanics the controls it's super slow clunky just bad but <laughs> yeah it was yeah gt at the time so it was cool you know yeah absolutely so you obviously love dragon ball so so much are there any other animes that you have mad love for or um nothing like dragon ball no honestly like i like a lot of like maybe older animes like i'm not like too too big on like the new new stuff not because i don't like it just because i haven't really watched it because it's hard to find the time to sit and watch but um the newest anime that i watched that i enjoyed was um demon slayer and i thought that was fun i liked it I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I love the animation. yeah It's it's fantastic. it's good i like demon slayer as well i really enjoyed that um of course you haka show love you haka show love um I don't know if you've seen Detective Conan Case Closed. I really like Case Closed. Yeah. I've I've that's on my radar. I haven't watched it yet. No. It's good. And I feel like it's the kind of anime where you don't have to watch every single episode like in order. You can kind Okay. of watch one here, one there cuz it's like basically cases, right? Like solving Yeah. cases. So um and some of them are like go on for like more than one episode, but for the Okay. most part Like, so you, they get solved in one. But, um, and there's another one that I really love, which is, I feel like, underrated. Eh, it's underrated now because a lot of people don't talk about it now. But it's called Azumanga Daio, and it's a, a slice of life anime. And it's hilarious. It's Okay. one of my favorites. It's very different, very different from Dragon Ball. It's completely different genre. But it is fun, funny. Every time I watch it, Like it puts me in a good mood and it makes me laugh. So guys, you should watch Azumanga Dial. It's only twenty four episodes. Okay. I'm gonna check it out for sure. Yeah, my me and my son just started <laughs> well well not just started about a month ago. Started one, our one piece adventure. wow, oh, that's 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 a long adventure. Like I would love to watch it, but I can't. That's like too many thousand. Uh. -uh. <laughs> It's so much, but I mean, after about fourteen episodes, I, I got hooked. I gotta say, it's it's just it's it's funny. It's some of the funniest anime I've ever watched. But at the same time, this a thousand episodes. I, if my kid wasn't in my ear being like, "Hey, we should watch it," I don't know if I would have started it. But now that I'm I'm in it, I think I'm in it. I really do. yeah yeah i mean i i've heard nothing but great things and um i i heard that also they like kind of go into detail with every character like even side characters like they go into their backstory which is pretty cool because um like for example that's a big difference when it comes to like dragon ball and stuff like you don't the, the story is not too too deep which i think is why a lot of, it appealed to a lot of people in general because Yeah. it's not like such a complex story uh some of these other animes are a lot more complex you know i feel like Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I reread uh, Ball and all the way through Z every August. I, I start up, reread it yearly. That's I cool. started a few years ago. I read it and then I just did it every year. Nice. Um, but uh, so. Well, we're we're kind of getting to the end here. Is there any other final thoughts you'd like to add in? Um, 
I do have some of the manga. I actually do have the manga. All of Dragon Ball Z, though. I have all of Dragon Ball Z. Um, and I've read... I remember reading the manga, like, when I was in, um, like, in school. I Whenever I had, like, free time, just read it, read it. And I had a lot of time to read it back then. And, and like, I kind of like the pacing of the manga, I'm not going to lie. Because it gets straight to the point. There's no filler. That's why there's Kai. Yeah. But... I can't. Kai, I I never watched it and I refused. Oh, there you go. That's one thing I didn't I didn't really care for was Kai. Really? I've I've actually watched all the way through Kai. Yeah. That's how I do my rewatches. No, no, thank you. <laughs> it's like no, it's just you know what? Maybe maybe if they kept the voice actors, but when they recasted, I'm like, oh no, I can't do this. Who all did I can't. they recast? I know they recast Frieza. And they, I mean, that's not like I really like. Um, I love Chris Ayers, he was did yeah. a great job, but yeah. um, they recasted uh, Gohan, um. Gohan, yeah, and it is a, a very big difference for me. So I'm like, I just couldn't, I couldn't get used to it because, like, the OG Gohan is just amazing. Like, I don't, I'm also really good friends with Stephanie Nadalny, so maybe I'm biased. But okay, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You you're just you started this weekend, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're really, really, really good friends. Um, she's probably the one voice actor that we've like become like like actual friends. Where she she like comes over. She sleeps. She slept over at my house before. Like we go out to dinner. Like things like that. Whenever she's in town, of course. Okay. So, oh wow, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, she's she's an awesome person. So I I never would have thought that I would be friends with like actual friends with some of the voice actors. Never, if you were to tell me when I was ten or whatever, like I would have never thought. Yeah, yeah. How did you guys meet? Was it just you stalking her at conventions or? <laughs> so basically, we have a mutual friend, okay. and he knew her from conventions actually, and I guess they just. started talking and on a more personal level and they became friends and then he introduced me to her he was like you got to meet her like she's super cool so you know we just hit it off and became really good friends from that point on so i think we met in 2018 so we've been friends since and then um i'm also really good friends with the voice of pan which is also crazy because you know she's yeah. one of my favorite characters yeah never thought that, that would happen but with that one i took a leap of faith and just sent her a dm i'm like you know what let's see what happens yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i it was before she was doing cons again actually and i had told her you know i sent her a message like a lot of people would love to see you at cons you know you should try be, like being a guest at these conventions because it's like rare to ever even see you and, I, and many people love to meet you i can help you get into some conventions um yeah i was like i could i could have helped her because i I know a lot of people that run cons and everything. So, um, and so she, I was like, you know what, let me see what happens. And she replied to me. I was like, I was like low key fangirling a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then I was like, wow, that is amazing that she freaking replied. So she's like, oh, you know, thank you for your message. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Whatever. So then we ended up guesting at the same convention because I got her into it. Oh, nice. And so, yeah, it was awesome. And so from that point on, we became really good friends. So I I guess I was kind of like the catalyst to get her back into doing cons again. I mean, that's crazy, but. 
Oh, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, being in Canada, I, I don't get as many opportunities as I, I wish I could. Um, but it was kind of the same thing. When I when I first started this podcast, I, I originally thought of it like a year ago, and then life kind of got in the way. But way back when, I just had this idea that I was like, I really want Kyle Hebert to to do the intro and the outro and the narrator voice. And yeah, it's super cool. I forget how I found his his email address, but I was like, "Hey, I, I know you don't know me, but I would love if you'd come on the podcast, or if I could uh, commission you to do a recording." He's like, "I don't have time for a podcast, but I can absolutely do a podcast intro, outro. Send me a script," and I sent it. And I didn't even give him really any direction other than Dragon Ball narrator voice, and he just ran with it, and it's fantastic. It turned out so much better than I could have imagined. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah I actually just saw him last month at a okay. convention by me. And he's like, he's awesome. He's probably one of the first voice actors I ever met, in like um, over ten years ago, perhaps fifteen years ago, probably the first time I ever met him. Okay. Um, yeah. but just like as a fan, right? Like he, he like yeah. You know, um, but he's he's very nice. He's very nice. Yeah, yeah. The only one who comes here regularly is Sabat. There's a bit a bit a big there's a big fan expo convention in Toronto every August, four days, huge huge thing, and he's usually the only one there. I think Kyle Hebert came a few years ago, but I wasn't able to get to that one. But mm. yeah. yeah, like um, I feel like Chris goes everywhere too. He just he just goes everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's awesome. All right, so Pan's your favorite character. Let's finish up. What are your next two favorite characters after Pan? Goku. Okay. Definitely. And then after that, oh, I didn't even think about that one. Uh, I guess I'll say Gohan. I'll say Gohan. Gohan. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Yeah. So where can people find you? What's the best way to, to reach you and to drool over your collection? So I have lots of content on my YouTube channel, SSJ Ocean 4. Tons of videos, unboxings, uh, reviews, collection updates, hunting videos, um, storage videos. Everything's there. Also reactions. And then also um, I have my Instagram, which is SSGoshen4. Tons of content on there too. And then my TikTok as well, SSGoshen4. I also have Facebook, SSGoshen4. And Twitter, but I don't really use it that much. But S is Gosha 4 on there as well. Okay, yeah, I have a Twitter. I don't use it as often as I should. Or X, I'm sorry. It's X yeah. now. X, X, <laughs> X Twitter. Okay, perfect. Well, I, I would love to I, I'd like, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, it just means the world. I, I love what you're doing and uh, keep doing it. No, thank you. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. Yes, absolutely. Thanks so much. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Well, there you have it, guys. That was my interview with SS Goshen 4. I want to thank her so much for coming on. I, this is was just such a fun episode. I have so much love for Dragon Ball, and I think we, we covered uh, an amazing amount of topics. Um, like she said at the end there, you can pretty much find her on every social media platform at SS Goshen 4, uh, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and I have linked all of those in the show notes as well. Me, you can find me at www.thenerdyverseofmadness.ca, and all of my social links are at the top there. Um, 
please give me a follow on all of them, particularly the Twitch. I know that looks a little inactive, and it has been, but I'm going to be changing that up soon as I can, and you can learn a bit more of my plans there by going to my blog and reading the Pokemon post. Um, and I just wanted to give a nice shout-out to my friend Jaden Turner, who has listened to every single episode I've put out it means the world to me. Every We have a group chat, and uh, every single week he drops a little something into the chat to let us know, or rather let me know that he's listened to it, and it means the world to me. Um, you're getting thinner every day, bud. And that's a joke for him that he'll understand and very much appreciate. Anyways, that's it for today. I want to thank you again so much for listening, and until next time, peace. That is all for today, but what kind of discussions will the one and only Johnny Ward get himself into next time? Will he discover a new collection to spend all his money on, or something to read for the next year and get depressed when it's done? Find out next time on the Nerdyverse of Madness.